You cannot hold one image in your mind and do something that's opposite of that image. It's impossible. And that is the quote of the day. of the day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. Today's episode is brought to you by The Jerf, Just Eat Real Food Bar, my very own organic, soy-free, dairy-free, gluten-free, delicious real food bar available at JerfBar.com as well as Amazon.com. We've got Jack Canfield back on the show, and today Jack is talking about the power of your self-image and how you can change your self-image by using visualization. This is huge. Listen in. So you have to change your self-image by visualizing positively. Let me give you an example. Your image of yourself is so powerful (laughs) that you can't do anything that doesn't match that image. When I do experiential workshops, I'll have half the group on one side of the room and half the group on the other, and I'll ask the one side to close their eyes and visualize a seagull. You know what a seagull is? It's out there and it's flying in the ocean and it's smooth and graceful and its wings are just flapping gently. Maybe it's just riding on a thermal. And then the other group I ask to visualize a jackhammer. You know, out on the street, you know, where it's breaking up the concrete and it's going up and down, up and down, up and down, rapid, staccato, rigid, fast movements. Then I ask the people that are visualizing the seagull to move like a jackhammer. And what you get is you see these people with their arms out and they're trying to move like a jackhammer, but they can't do it. It's like they do this little move and then they stop and then their arms go out and then they kind of look graceful and then they stop again. There's this little jerk and they stop again, but they can't really move like a jackhammer. Then I ask the people that are a jackhammer to move like a seagull. Keep holding that image in your head of the jackhammer as if your life depended on it and move like a seagull. And what you get is you get these people with their arms out and they're bouncing up and down real fast. And they look like a seagull that's drank too much coffee or something. (laughs) And the point we make is that you cannot hold one image in your mind and do something that's opposite of that image. It's impossible. We ask people, what did you feel when you were doing that? They say, I felt confused. I felt stuck. I felt like I often feel in my life. And so the point I want to make here is that you've got to change your self-image or you can't do new things. If your self-image is, I'm overweight, you can't lose weight. We often tell people, take a picture of your head, cut it off, take Cheryl Teague's picture out of the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue and put your head on top of it. So when you go to the refrigerator, that's what you see because otherwise you have an image of the opposite. Let me give you an example of how you can change your self-image and how that can change your behavior. I have a friend named Dr. Jerry Jampolsky, lives in Marin County in California, and he's a psychiatrist. And he works right now mostly with terminally ill children, people who have leukemia and who have cancer. And if you go and see him, you've got these little kids in there that are bald heads because of the chemotherapy and the radiation treatment and so forth. And he's a beautiful man. He teaches these kids how to visualize themselves in terms of releasing themselves to the disease, sometimes overcoming it, but sometimes just accepting, you know, how to die and surrender to that in a way that's graceful and at peace with yourself. 
And he mentioned in an interview in the newspaper that he used guided imagery and visualization as a way to help people do that. And he said in the interview that visualization was the most powerful tool that was available for change. Someone at the school board in Marin County read this and came to him and said, look, we're having a real difficult time with our remedial reading students. I wonder if you could come over and use this visualization stuff and see if you can speed up their ability to learn reading. He said, well, I don't know if that'll work or not, but let's give it a shot. What he did was he goes over and he has the kids close their eyes and visualize going into a building, going up to the 10th floor, coming out of the elevator into a lobby of a movie theater. In this lobby is a bathtub. They go over to the bathtub and they stand in it and there's a hose coming out where the faucet would be and they take out their brain. They unzip the top of their head, they take out their brain and with this hose they wash out all of the negative thoughts. I can't read, this is too hard, I'll never learn, I'm stupid, that kind of thing. And the students watch all of these thoughts like little gray dirt go down the drain. Then they put their brain back in their head they zip it closed, they get out of the bathtub, they go into the movie theater and they sit down. And then they see projected up on the screen a picture of them reading well. They see themselves sounding out the words, having their parents say, I'm so proud of you, hearing the teacher say, good job, Johnny or Mary, I'm so proud of you. And then they go out of their chair, they walk up to the screen and they literally go in the screen and now they look at the movie as if they're in the movie. See, right now, if you're watching a movie, of you, you see your whole body up on the screen. But when you're in the movie, you just see your own hands. You're looking out through your own face. You can't see your own face right now. We call this associated imagery versus disassociated imagery, which is more powerful to produce change. So whenever you visualize something you want, visualize it from inside of your body, what it would look like if you had it. Don't see yourself outside of yourself. It's not as powerful. Then he had the kids come out of the screen, sit back in their chair, Take this movie screen and shrink it down to the size of a postage stamp, still a three-dimensional, super-scope, technicolor, Dolby sound movie, okay? And so then they would take this picture of themselves reading well, stick it in their mouth, and chew it up. And each of these crumbs from this chewing up would go down their throat, into their stomach, and then out into their bloodstream. And then every cell in their body eventually had a picture of them reading well. Have you ever been in a TV store where there's 100 televisions all tuned to the same channel? And, you know, one guy swings a bat and you see a hundred bats swing. What's well, that kind of picture? Every cell in your body. Then he had the kids open their eyes. And then he had them record this little journey in their own voice onto a tape recorder. He asked them then to listen to this every morning when they got up and every night before they went to sleep. Two and a half months later, they retested the kids. They also retested kids who had not been in the study, who would not learned this technique. What they found was that these children increased their reading scores, their reading levels, two and one half years in a little over two months. The average kid that had been in school had not done this technique, had only increased a little under two months. That's how powerful it is when you change your self-image. They didn't change the reading teachers, they didn't change the textbooks, they didn't change the instructional technology. The only thing that changed was what? That's right, the self-image, the image they had of themselves in their head. All right, that was Jack Canfield. His website is jackcanfield.com. If you want to hear the entire program from which this clip came, it's called Maximum Confidence. It's available at nightingale.com as well as audible.com. That is it for me. If you have a chance, please leave a rating and or review for the show on iTunes. I really appreciate it. It really, 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 really helps the show, and I will see you tomorrow. Thanks. Peace. Peace.